Hi, it's me, Overreactor. I'm here. I'm doing it. Season three of Official Time Out with Overreactor. How exciting. So I've actually, <laughs> I started and stopped recording three times already. And I keep thinking, oh, no, I don't know if that's what I want to talk about or this or that. And I don't know where to start. And, oh. and I'm like, Overy, just hit record and start talking and see what comes out. You're not doing it again after this one. Like, this is the make or break moment. Is she going to do it or is she not? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Obviously, I love doing this. And uh, here's the thing. You guys know the last two years have been just a wackadoodle of years, right? So, something that most of us have never experienced in our lives, the quarantine and isolation and mandates and masks and social distancing. And and it's had a lot of effects and there've been a lot of changes. We, you know, it's just so much. I don't need to, I don't need to tell you guys, you know, and now roller derby is starting back up and taking that forced break from it was really tough. And now it's, it's been two years since I was with my team and with the other officials and, and that part's tough. And it's especially hard, I'm finding, to get back into it. At first, it's like, oh my God, when are we going back? Oh, it's going to be two weeks. It's a month. Oh no, when's it going to happen again? And now, in my area, and in a lot of areas, practices are starting up again. There are some bouts and tournaments, and it's so exciting. And yet, I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of, of block inside of me that I just, I, I can't just get up and go to practice. You know, I haven't officially started back up yet and I know I want to, but I don't know what's stopping me. Is this depression? Is it? I don't, I mean, obviously no one here can diagnose me, right? And I have a therapist and these are the same kind of things that I'm like, am I depressed? I don't know. I mean, I like to take naps, but am I napping all day? No. Am I getting stuff done? Yes. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I just, I don't know. I've got this, this block. Anyway, here we are emerging or beginning to emerge from the global official timeout. I do want to talk about having this official timeout and all of the things that it meant to me. And I want to know what it meant to you. What did you discover? And I want to relate those to the rules of roller derby. At the end of this episode, I, I'm on the WFTDA website right now. And I do want to go over the things that they've got on there, which, you know, you all could go and look at it just like anyone could go and look at the rules. But sometimes it's nice just to have somebody talk the words into your ears, right? And I'm like really good at talking. Am I talking into people's ears all the time? Not necessarily. But that's why I have cats. <laughs> okay, okay. This is so exciting. So if I'm going to consider the pandemic of 2020 to be a global official timeout, why don't we go ahead and review what an official timeout is according to the WFTDA. So if we look at rules.wftda.com and we go to section one, game parameters and safety, we can scroll down to section 1.3 and you will also have to forgive me if you hear noises in the background. My cat, Dubro, has decided this is his time to play hide and seek 
with the other cat, Destiny, or one of the other cats, I should say. Uh, unfortunately, Destiny does not know that they are playing hide and seek, and there's just a lot going on. Okay. <laughs> if we look at section 1.3, timeouts, and then go to 1.3.2, oh, that's official reviews, but then 1.3.3 is official timeouts. This is what official timeouts are according to WFTDA, the rules. Officials may take a timeout in order to ensure that the game is running smoothly and correctly. If the prior jam ended with less than 30 seconds on the period clock, the fact that the officials call the timeout will not necessarily result in another jam occurring in the same manner that a team timeout or an official review would. Instead, the officials must determine whether or not there is reason to hold another jam for that period. If the officials determine that there is no reason to hold another jam, both teams must be given a chance to call a team timeout or official review if they have any remaining. If they decline, the period will end. So that is a roller derby official timeout. Globally, how did we see this manifest? The government and World Health Organization officials told us that we had to take a time out to ensure that the world <laughs> could continue to run smoothly and correctly. Although I know those, the words smooth and correct are very subjective. It, yeah, we, we were put on this official time out. And just like in the game, when the, when an official comes a time out, players may not know exactly why. Did they see something? Do they have to? address something? Is it a safety issue? Is it, it could be any number of reasons. And I feel like the last couple of years have been official timeout over official timeout from, you know, our governing bodies of our respective nations in the world. And we kind of just had to sit and wait for them to let us know what the decision was. And, and there's just so much uncertainty and that's been tough. I'll tell you a little bit about how it was for me. And how it continues to be, I guess. Um, I think the biggest change that I've made is I resigned from teaching. That's not something I was anticipating. I mean, I figured I would resign, you know, in a couple of years when my children are both off to college. My son is already in college and my daughter is nearly there. And um, well, I, sh I should say rather once both of my kids are out of high school, because I, and I'm a little embarrassed that I said off to college because that is, is a very one, it's just one way of thinking. And, and I'm going to leave it in there. I'll leave it in, but I, let me explain why I should have said graduated high school instead, because I don't think college is necessary or university is necessary to have a successful career at all. When in a lot of ways, People who do get these degrees are burdened by student debt. I mean, I still have student debt. I, I was a teacher for 10 years, an entire decade, and I still have several thousand dollars of student loans that, you know, who knows how long it'll take me to pay them off. And for what? It's, you know, it's, there's that. And I have a good friend who went into real estate and makes bank. And so I, I told my children and my former students all the time that I don't agree with this motto. If you do well, you can go to college. Well, yes, if that is the career path you want, go for it. 
but my daughter's elementary school, that was their motto every morning when they said their morning announcements. And remember, students, if you work hard, you can go to college. While I respect and whatever, like people's attitude toward going to college, like that's great. Both of my parents are academics and to them, college is like the way to go, right? Getting those higher degrees and PhDs and stuff, but not everyone. And I feel like when you say things like that, even when I just now said, oh, when my kids are off to college, I feel like that puts this expectation that if you don't go to college, then you're not successful or you don't have what it takes. And and I just, I personally don't think that's cool. So I apologize and I will correct myself and say, <laughs> I imagined I would resign from teaching once both of my kids were graduated and no longer needed me to support them in as much of a full-time manner as I have for the last 18, 21 years, right? That's more fair. So yes, I knew I, I would probably resign at some point, but I didn't anticipate resigning so soon. And and since it was a plan in, in my mind, I had been saving up to anticipate a transition. And that transition just came two years sooner than I thought. And it was a tough decision. Well, actually, it wasn't a tough decision. It was a decision that I feel my body made for me. And let me know, have you experienced anything like this? Going into a situation that you're obligated to go to, like a job, but in my in my physical body, like in my gut, in my stomach, it felt like two magnets repelling between me and the school campus. And every step closer, that that sensation just got stronger and stronger to the point where I was like like crying and and nearly vomiting. It was it was physically painful. It wasn't just I'm stressed out. It was like physical, which I had never experienced before then. And I talked to my boss and I said, can you help me with an exit strategy? Because I can't do this anymore. And I know that in my district, at least they do have a program for teachers that you could take a month off without pay for like a mental health break, I guess. But for me, a month wasn't enough. I feel like I am emerging from Mm, probably two decades worth of trauma, right? In my life, not just my career, but like my personal life. It's just like so many things have been going on. So I resigned at the end of August. And I'll tell you what, I feel like I have slept for six months straight. Not just not slept. I don't mean slept, but I feel like I have been in recovery from years of just not taking care of myself and not taking care of the things and people around me. And so it's been good. That's been good. And I'm, I'm still happy with my decision, um, to resign teaching. I'm, I miss it. I do, but you know, it's time for a new chapter in my life. And yeah, so there's that. I also do like artwork and stuff and I make pens on a lathe. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen some of that. I make them out of very unique objects like Legos or cocktail umbrellas or dice or um, what else? Blue jeans. And of course, wood too. You know, that's one of my, my favorite things. And I feel like I'm turning my hobby into a passion. And I feel like, wait, turning my hobby, turning my passion from a hobby into a profession. That's the words I meant to say. And I, I always thought like, oh, this is just what people do when they retire. Then they can focus on what they really love to do. And I think that during this global official timeout, a lot of people like myself said, screw that, screw it. 
all the way to everything because I'm tired of being unhappy and I'm tired of running around and, and not being present for my children. And that was one of the biggest reasons that I became a teacher is because my kids were young and I wanted to be present for them in that way. I wanted to have their same school schedule, work schedule, you know, and be there for them and have summers off. And now that my kids are older, they don't need me in that same capacity. And I think that's part of why I was feeling a little more unfulfilled. I mean, of course, the pandemic didn't help with job satisfaction, right? But my kids need need me in a different way. And what I've learned is that they need me to be a strong, independent, mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy mother. They, uh, they need me to be present for them in a way that, I mean, I, I feel like I've been a good mom. I, I see now though, that just, I was not always able to be as present as I would like, you know, you're tired at the end of a long day and you know, it's hard being a single mom is what I'm trying to say. It's really hard being a single mom, but I'm doing it and I've done it so far. So, so far, so good. I may ramble a little bit in this and I, I hope you guys can relate to it in some way. And I'm curious to know what revelations you made about yourself during this global official timeout. Did you have a career change? Did you get a new job? Did you quit a job? Did you welcome a new member into your family? Did you get married? Did you lose someone? And that's the hardest part, huh? Yeah, it's been a rough one. It's been rough. So needless to say, (laughs) all of that, it's just hard to get back into a routine. It's hard to go from having my entire week full of events all day, all night to having nothing to slowly coming back into things and wondering where my place in the world is. So that's where I'm at. That's, you know, part of my official timeout journey. So let's take a little break. And when we come back, I am going to go to the WFTDA website and just, you know, give some information that's listed there. Okay, welcome back. So let's go on over to resources.wftda.org. And this is their homepage. It says WFTDA Roller Derby Resources. So this website provides resources to Women's Flat Track Derby Association members and the roller derby community, including WFTDA game policies, participant education, resources for officials, WFTDA member resources, and more. So since we were just talking about the global official timeout, let's look at the WFTDA's COVID-19 recommendations and return to derby guidelines and recovery plan. Click here, open a new tab. Okay. So this was updated in February of 2022. These recommendations will be updated regularly to align with the latest government and health guidance. Oh, and before I continue, I need to say, I'm kind of like going rogue on this podcast. Like I am not acting as an official educational coordinator or anything like that from the WFTDA. I did not seek out permission or whatever to do this, though. People have reached out and asked me to put information out there, you know, when there are updates. But I, I am not, other than my affiliation with being a referee prior to the pandemic, I am not like acting on behalf of WFTDA. I, my goal is to just 
give you the information and point you to the resources because like I said in the beginning of season one, way back when, for me, I learn better by listening. I love listening to podcasts and audiobooks. And for me, hearing things makes sense. Some people reading it does. Some people acting it out does. Everyone is different. And I needed a verbal audio source and I couldn't find one. And so I made one for myself and other people like me. And I, I like to think I'm entertaining along the way. So, okay, we've got that out of, out of the way. I'm reading it from their website. And this is resources.wftda.org slash COVID-19. That's one nine. Okay. The WFTDA takes the health and safety of its members and the general roller derby community seriously. They really do. I will say that side note, like when you look at their track cleanliness safety guidelines that we went over before, like they do take safety very seriously. So I can attest to that. (laughs) Okay. WFTDA leadership has collaborated with our team of COVID-19 medical experts, national governing bodies, and other roller derby organizations worldwide to monitor conditions around the world. In order to carry roller derby forward in recovery during this period, the WFTDA has provided these guidelines to support league management in returning to play based on science and data-driven factors. It is strongly recommended that WFTDA member leagues adhere to these guidelines to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19 in your leagues and communities. And I said that part more sternly because it was in bold. Okay. As infection rates can change rapidly and are location dependent, WFTDA members must stay up to date with and adhere to their national, regional, and local government warnings and guidelines in regards to managing the spread of the virus in their localities. Again, that was in bold. Now you know my tone for when it's in bold. That's what it sounds like. Okay. This may include limiting the number or scope of gatherings and events should the infection rate require it. It is also strongly recommended that all eligible members get vaccinated if accessible. See the recommendations and details about the current guidelines to help your league safely return to roller derby activities. And you can click on recommendations, which I will do now. Oh, oh, okay. Hold up. This is cool. This is, this is actually really cool. I like how they do this. So, okay, let me, (laughs) instead of just telling you that I like it, let me tell you what it is. They've got their WFTDA COVID-19 recommendations updated February 2022. And under that, they have October 2021 recommendations. You scroll down and they've got the June 2021 recommendations. They've got um, March 21, August 20, you know, all of this. Like, I really like that they archived and dated when each recommendation came out so that we can see what it was and what changed. I really like that. So good job in my opinion. Okay. But I'll read you the February 2022 adjustments based on changes to quarantine recommendations and to clarify league responsibilities for pausing play due to a positive case in the league. The WFTDA COVID-19 medical team has made the following adjustment of the WFTDA COVID-19 return to roller derby guidelines and recovery plan. On page two of version six in February, 2022 guidelines, the following guidance is given for dealing with a positive case. If your league, oh wait, sorry. If your league has a reported case of COVID, no matter which set of guidelines you are following, all league members present at an event or practice with a known COVID exposure must pause 
for five days and are strongly encouraged to test negative for COVID before returning to events or practice. Unexposed league members may continue normal activities. If tests are not available, exposed members are encouraged to wait seven to 10 days with no symptoms before returning. You may start back on the ladder where you were at the time of the pause. We feel this practice should be upheld by all participating members to ensure the safety of most valuable community members. That's you guys and all of us. And then you could also download um, download the recommendations. Oh my God. And there's a quick video tutorial on the basics of the plan. Okay, well, it's 16 minutes long, but let's see. Okay, this is really cool. It is like a slideshow with all of the things in there. Okay, they have a website, COVID-19 at WFTDA.com if you have any questions. They did say that. And I wanna, I do want to link to this in the show notes because if you want more information on the COVID recommendations, there is this video that you could watch. Okay, and there's lots of things you can download and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now that we've gone through that, let's see what else it says. Back on the resources for COVID-19 page, it says all WFTDA sanctioned gameplay and WFTDA rankings are suspended in order to allow our leagues to safely return to roller derby on a safe and equitable recovery path. WFTDA members can find more information and provide feedback on plans for returning to competition in 2022 on the WFTDA online community. The WFTDA will continue to monitor and adjust our best practices as we learn more. So it looks like sanction games are suspended. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's fair because in different areas of the world, different rules are happening, right? And it would be unfair for one part of the world to be able to improve their ranking through sanctioned play while the other doesn't have that opportunity. So I think that's cool that they are doing that. When we go to community.wftda.org slash home, this is the roller derby community. The WFTDA online community is a space for WFTDA league reps, volunteers, and other members to access members-only resources, discussion groups, and events, and collaborate and discuss important issues with others in the WFTDA community. Access to the Skype is managed in the WFTDA member portal where you can assign your member league representatives or join the WEFTDA collective as an individual. That's cool that they've got this community and then they've got lots of FAQs and all of that good stuff. So there's that. Now, when we are at resources.wftda.org, it looks like there is a really cool thing that's happening later on this year. It's called WFTDA's Back on Track event series, a global celebration of roller derby. What? September 1st to October 31st, 2022. Now seeking event hosts. I love hosting things. Okay, I'm clicking on this. Find out how to host or participate. Oh boy, let's see what it says. Okay, this was posted. Oh my gosh. And they've got this picture on it that it's like um, these people are and they're holding a Canadian flag and they are just cheering their heads off so good. And it's so exciting. Oh, I missed that. Okay, announcing. I'm sorry, announcing. 2022 WFTDA Back on Track event series. In 2022, the WFTDA will host Back on Track, a global celebration of roller derby that will take place over a two-month period in September and October of 2022. That's this year. With capstone broadcast events to kick off and close out our celebration, 
This series of events will highlight our members' ability to come back to Derby in a way that is flexible, accessible, and as safe as possible for any able and interested league, given the current local and global constraints of public health and travel during a worldwide pandemic. We aim to celebrate the re-emergence of the sport, showcasing all levels of play across the globe. Oh, this is, this is okay. Talking earlier about the block that's like getting me. Maybe this is breaking that down a little bit. Just like seeing that there's something to look forward to. Maybe that's what it was. It's like, what do I have to look forward to? And maybe this is it. Okay, let's see. We are, oh gosh. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm too excited. We're currently seeking hosts for events during this time period to be included in our celebration. I love words like celebration. Events of all sizes, locations, and levels of play are encouraged to apply. WFTDA will provide the following support to back on the track event hosts. Here are the things that the WFTDA will provide. Management of team applications and placement of teams into tournaments. Host leagues may apply to handle team invitations themselves. Consideration for broadcast streaming as determined by WFTDA broadcast. Whoa, that's cool. Access to invitation-only working group on the WFTDA online community to coordinate and share knowledge with WTDA leadership and other event hosts. Access to the WFTDA tournament best practices and roles online training. Oh, that's cool. Access to COVID-19 risk mitigation templates. I mean, that's good. It just, to me, it's like, if I never see the word COVID-19 again, I'll be fine. Okay. Use of the Back on Track logo on its promotional materials, merch opportunities, recognition and designation as a participating tournament on WFTDA web series, double TF, what? Double TF, that's not a word. WFTDA social media mentions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh my goodness. Any league, including leagues that are not WFTDA members, may apply to host as long as they agree to the requirements of the program and the WFTDA organizational code of conduct, which is a PDF. It looks like that you could download. I'm not going to look at that now, but I certainly can at a later date. As WFTDA sanctioning and rankings will remain closed in 2022, hosts may opt to play different formats of games and event structures, including open gender games, to best support the recovery of their league, event, and region of the world. Well, that's kind of cool that they can opt to play different formats. I wonder, I remember at RollerCon, there was, oh gosh, what was her name? She was from Australia or New Zealand. Oh man. I interviewed her for for a different podcast. And um, these two skaters invented like a short track roller derby game, like a condensed version that could fit into the size of a basketball court. I wonder if that would be something that could be done at these leagues. I mean, at these events. Someone someone email me, please, and let me know if you if you know who I'm talking about. I know it was not Atomic Cherry because Atomic Cherry did a cover of my Star Pass song. The, um, where, oh, where can the pivot be? Or where's my jammer be? Get this helmet come away from me. Remember that song? I did it a long time ago. Oh, Atomic Cherry covered that, but it wasn't Atomic Cherry that invented this game. I don't believe. Uh, anyway, 
it'll come to me eventually. Or or email me, overreactor at gmail.com, O-V-A-R-Y-A-C-T-O-R at gmail.com. Okay. The WFTDA Competitive Play Task Force will accept post application via a Google form with approvals on a rolling basis and public announcements of participating events made monthly. Visit community.wftda.org slash events slash host for a full list of hosting requirements and application information. Interest forms for teams and individual volunteers are now available with individual event applications opening when the events are announced. Register now to receive updates on selected events in your chosen region or regions. There is no commitment to attend an event by submitting an interest form. All contracts and fees will be managed by the host leagues and provided to teams at the time of the application. So you could contact games at WFTDA.com with questions. And you could also check out the returning to roller derby discussion group on the WFTDA online community. I'm clicking on returning to roller derby. Ooh. So it says anyone can join. Okay, it looks like you do have to register as a member of the WFTDA online community to see things, maybe. Yeah, it looks like you do need to register. So I am going to have to register so I could get in on that. Ooh, okay. If you go to community.wftda.org slash home, there's just so much stuff. Oh, now I'm getting really excited. And I'm really excited about this return to Derby event in September and October. Now I, I love hosting parties, but I don't think I'm qualified to like organize that whole thing. But I am curious if there could be like watch parties. Like I may not be comfortable going to a big event, but maybe I can host something for just, you know, 10 people or something, you know, like just to watch it online or something. Cause that would be just really nice. So yeah, there's lots of information there and it, it's really exciting. And I, uh, they have new curriculum for new roller. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's where we start on the next episode. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm really just trying to get back into this and I'm really impressed with, with this website. I haven't, you know, I used to come and look at it all the time when I was really regular in season one. Right. But I hadn't looked at it in a bit and they've got a lot more information and I didn't know where I would go with this podcast, but I really love doing it. And I like, you know, getting information out there and I love roller derby and it looks like they've got a whole new curriculum for a beginner curriculum. So maybe that's, maybe that's where I start, right? I just want to take a quick look and see. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I could do this. I could certainly read these things to you guys with my voice to your ears. That's something I could totally do. So maybe that's where I start. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do a little more research on this because there's a lot, a lot going on, but it looks like very exciting stuff. Listen, thank you guys for um, tuning in. It's, it's been rough. It's been rough um, to say the least, I know. And I really am looking forward to getting back in the zone, in the game, on the track. And I want you to let me know what you learned from your official timeout. You can email me at overreactor at gmail.com, O-V-A-R-Y-A-C-T-O-R at gmail.com. And, and put like a title that will like stand out, like all caps, like, um, Hey, Overy, this is an email. 
about your podcast or something like that to where I don't think it's spam or like definitely not a spam message. That'll let me know for sure that it's not spam, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys, th- thank you really for for your patience and your love and your support. And if you want to be updated with more information as I continue to do this, be sure to subscribe. If you have some friends who are just getting started with roller derby and maybe they want to look at the rules, direct them to season one of this podcast because I go through all of the rules, like section by section, the glossary, everything. We do test quizzes and well, I guess test quiz is an oxymoron, right? We review the test. We do pretend quizzes, right? Like all of that fun stuff. And, and it is from 2018. Not much has changed. I don't think unless the jammer point. I don't remember if, if when I did that podcast, if you were still able to get the jammer lap point or not. So that might be the, I don't know. You guys let me, if there's, if you come across a rule that's been updated that needs to be addressed, please help keep me in check. If I give information that is out of date or, or just flat out wrong, just be like, oh, right. That was wrong. You need to go sit in the penalty box for disseminating wrong information. And I'll do it because that's the rule. Okay, you guys, have some fun and do some squats if you want to. (laughs) Okie dokie, guys. Thanks so much. And I'll talk at you later. Bye.